Welcome to another inspirational message from the chapel. We pray this message encourages and inspires you. If you would like any more information, check out our website, thechapelcollective.com.au. Very good. Good evening. Now, good afternoon. Good avo. Avo, yes, avo. That's really Australian. <laughs> I'm becoming slowly, don't worry. My wife has got there. I'm taking one step at a time. Good avo, yeah. Good day, mate. Do, do I sound Australian? I'm getting there, yes, I will. If this is your first time here, we, we are glad you are. You made a choice to be here this evening, or this afternoon, this avo. I know you could have been somewhere else, but you chose to be here, so thank you very much for being here tonight. I'm going to continue what uh, I started last week, and uh, it's, it reminds me of two weeks ago. Three weeks ago, I was starting to preach in Canada, and I said the theme of my message is do what you are taught or trouble, and someone from the congregation yelled, Pastor Mike, you just sound like my wife. Why? I ask why. She says that all the time. Do what you are told. <laughs> oh, she says that to the child, not to the husband. So, the title of the message we are discussing today is Do What You Are Told or Trouble. And I know we, we started last week. If you were not there, I, uh, can they listen to the podcast? Yeah, it's on the podcast. You can listen to the first part because today I will continue with the second part to finish it. Um, last week we looked at two thoughts about doing what you are told. And the first one is God sometimes demands very costly obedience. God will ask you to do something that is kind of painful to you. And we looked at the example of Abraham. God asked him to give, to kill his child. People have uh, confusion about that. How can God ask someone to kill his own child. In fact, if you were living at that time, you would understand. Other people were giving their children as a sacrifice to their gods. So for Abraham, it was a common language. God speaks to people according to their culture. Like now we are sitting here as a cafe. Why? Because that's what our brain understands to be comfortable. God speaks to us in the style we understand. If you go somewhere else, church means sitting on the carpet because that's how God speaks to them. So Abraham made that sacrifice. In fact, he accepted to give up his child and then God made a miracle, which did not happen. But you, you, you will understand why God, God did it. Don't blame God for it. He spoke the language of the time. God sometimes demands unpopular obedience, which means God will ask you to do something that is against the trend. Everybody else is doing it this way, and God will ask you to do it the other way. And it's okay. Why? He wants us to, be, to make him first in our lives. Are you ready to go against the trend to please God? I said this last week, and I will repeat it again. You cannot serve in the army and pick and choose your orders. You cannot be a soldier. You cannot be in the army and pick what you're going to obey 
and what you're going to argue about, what you're going, there is no negotiations in the army. You are told what to do and you do it. If you don't, you will get killed or you will get someone killed. That's why it's important to learn to do what you are told. In our relationship with God, obedience is indispensable. It's not negotiable. If you are committed to God's cause, obedience to him is not negotiable. Maybe this is too hard for me to start a message. Or oh, it's the last week of the year, so I have to give it raw. You go home, you digest, after two weeks you'll come back ready for the year. Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandment. John chapter 14, verse 15. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. John chapter 13, verse 17. Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Luke chapter 11, verse 28. This is Jesus himself telling us, I don't care if you cry, I don't care if you laugh, I don't care if you raise your hand or you keep sitting down when other people are singing, that's fine. Do whatever you want as long as you do what I tell you. Jesus is saying we should do what he tells us. So we'll continue with the third point. Jesus obeyed as our supreme example. He did not just ask us to obey God. He did it to show us how to do it. Hebrews 4.8 says he learned obedience through what he suffered. Jesus obeyed God in everything. He obeyed God in the most costly way. The way of death on the cross. If you are not familiar with that story, you will hear more and more about it as you keep coming. Jesus died on the cross as an act of obedience to the Father. Jesus was not murdered. He was not assassinated. He gave up his life. He was not killed. He gave up his life. It's different. He was not forced to go there. He chose to die out of obedience to the Father. Jesus did it. But why did he do it? Because he trusted the Father. There is a correlation between trust and obedience. In fact, obedience is a result of trust. When you trust, you find it easier to follow, isn't it? When you trust, you follow. Jesus trusted the Father. When we trust, we follow. I was having a conversation with someone, and he, they shared with me what they do in couples therapy when they want to teach couples to trust each other. They will ask the husband to close their eyes and the wife is at the back and ask the husband to fall in the wife's hand. You know how, how strong your wife is when they ask you to fall in their hand. And if you don't trust your wife, you won't. Because you are questioning, is she strong enough to catch me? Is she, is she, is she, is she trust? If you trust, you will fall and they will catch you. If you are not, you keep checking. Is she there? Is she ready for me? And vice versa. If they ask the wife to fall in the husband's hand, if you don't trust, you will keep checking. Is he there? Last time he asked me to fall and I went up to the floor. This time, is he really there? 
based on what you've been through, you and your husband, you can fall and they will catch you or not. Why? Trust. Obedience to God reflects our trust to him. The more you trust, the more you relax on your way down. God is asking us to trust him in those areas we are struggling to obey. Just check your life. What is it that you are struggling with? Isn't it because you don't trust God more in that area? That's why you're still struggling with it. How much do you trust God with the details of your life? If you trust God, you will obey him. Check your heart. If God gave you a plain paper to write the story of your life, would you make it better than him? Would you make a better script than the script God has done for your life? I'm asking you a question. Because if God gave me a plain paper 20 years ago, I wouldn't put my wife there. I didn't know her. Just imagine how much I would miss in life. I wouldn't put Mikey there. I didn't know him 20 years ago. That's the problem with us human beings. We want to be in control while we know nothing about the future. Let's trust God. Let's fall in his hand and trust him with the outcome of our life. Things may not look like we want them to be. That's why when I came here, I thanked God for 2020. I wouldn't design it better than how it went. Even if God asked me at, in January, how do you want 2020 to be? I don't know. You know better, God. Design it. I will trust you with what will happen. At the end, I know you will glorify yourself. We may not understand why COVID-19 came. For the next 10, 20 years, one day we will know. Or God will receive all the glory. That's why I trust him and thank him for everything. God knows what's best for us. When we follow him, we align ourselves with what's best for us. Obedience to God aligns us with what's best for us. The best scripts for your life. When you obey, you align. You fit into God's design for your life. When you don't listen to him, you live your life outside of script. And then you blame him with the outcome. I would rather trust God and see if he will disappoint me than trying to plan my life and hit the wall at the end. Four, God always demands continuous obedience. When we choose to serve God, he demands service from you continuously. God is not interested in those who start following him, and then when the going gets rough, they quit. Obedience to God must be continuous. Those who accept to obey him must obey him every minute, every day until he comes back. And I'm not saying you will never make mistakes. Don't get me wrong. Obedience to God doesn't mean you will never make mistakes. It means when you make mistakes, you stand again. You stand again. 
We are humans. We can fall. But he says, even when you fall, stand again. So don't get my word twisted. I'm not here to ask you never to make a mistake again. I'm asking you to always be sensitive when you fall. Don't stay down. Stand again and walk with God. You can choose to obey God now and live abundantly or ignore him now and face the consequences before his judgment seat. I will tell you what this means. In the book of Romans chapter 14, 10, it says, we will all stand before God's judgment seat. What, what, what does that mean? We'll give account for every act, every word, every thought, and we will also receive reward for every act of obedience in our lives. So why does it, why is it important to you? It's because every time you say yes to God, you earn a point in heaven. We won't be the same in heaven. Forget about it. We won't be, the, there will be levels in heaven. Some people will shine more than others. Some people will be more glorious than others in heaven. That's what the Bible says. I'm not, yeah, I'm teaching the Bible. Don't think we'll get to heaven, we'll be mates in heaven. Some people will shine, shine more than others. Read your word. Read the Bible. So let's forget heaven. Let's come back on earth. If you want to live abundantly on earth, your life to the full or fullest, obey you God. Listen to God's word. Otherwise, you are living outside to the fringe. You are living out of... The, how can I put this? The remainder. The leftovers. Thank you for your life. Obey God, you live your life to the full. When you obey God, every act of obedience is rewarded. Every act of obedience will be rewarded. And that will lead me to the last point, which is obedience attracts blessings God is love God is so he loves us so much he loves you he loves me he loves all of us that means he gives blessings to every human being let me explain this to you Matthew chapter 5 verse 45 that you may be children of your father in heaven he causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. What does this mean? God blesses everybody. The obedient and the disobedient. With a particular kind of blessings. Which is that? Sun and rain. Good and bad people make money. Good and bad people achieve academic success. Good and bad people fall in love and build families. It's not just for Christians. Good and bad people do well in life. Your success in life does not reflect your level of, of obedience to God. Forget about it. That's why I don't preach prosperity gospel. I don't say if you give to God $10,000, he will give you $10 million. No. Why? Because if you don't invest and manage your money well, it will never get there. God does not do business with us like that. Every human being gets some blessings from God. 
However, there are some blessings reserved only to those who follow God's command. He says this in John chapter 15, verse 14. You are my friend if you do what I command you. Listen carefully. Those who obey God enjoy friendship with him. This is another level of relationship. It's not just the sun and the rain. Oh, because I bought a house, then God has blessed me. Everybody buys a house. The evil and the good. They all buy a house. Friendship with God is another dimension of relationship. There are things that God shares with his friends only. Those who choose to trust him and follow him. Friendship with God generates peace even in the midst of the storm. Friendship with God generates joy, which is the permanent and deep fulfillment in life, independently of what your life circumstances look like. Friendship with God gets you there. Not money. Money gives you happiness. Friendship with God gives you joy. Permanent fulfillment in life. This is reserved to those who seek God and have built relationship with him. You are not going to get it unless you obey him. It's a result of friendship. Friendship with God generates hope. Hope for eternal life. In God's presence. Hope for eternal place at God's table. Even when life on earth feels unbearable. Friendship with God. Why did the apostles die such a miserable death? And still they were laughing. They were smiling. They were full of hope. They had this friendship with God. I see people complain I see people complain about things in their life, rightfully so. You know what people are missing? Hope. People are missing hope. You go out there, people are missing hope. Why? Their relationship with God is down. They don't even know that God, how much God cares and how much God is waiting for them to come close. Friendship with God is reserved to those who obey. I'm about to pray, but what I want to pray for is there may be something God is asking you to do, and maybe you feel in your heart like it's too hard. Instead of trying to do it, tell God how hard you feel it is. Be honest with God. God, I feel like it's too hard for me. Could you help me? Don't try to make it happen. Just say, God, help me to do it. Let's bow our head. Father, I pray for every life in this room. And I ask you, Jesus, to change the heart. Change our heart, Jesus. Give us the heart that is committed to obey you. A heart that is ready to listen to you. Help us in the areas where we are struggling that we will be able to do what we are told because we trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Hey again, thanks so much for joining us on this podcast. Whether you are new and exploring your faith or a follower of Jesus, there's a next step for you. There is always room to grow, more to be done, destiny to be pursued and people to be reached. So what's your next step? To find out, head over to thechapelcollective.com.au And thanks again for listening.